0: Hello everyone and welcome. If you're a first-time listener, we're glad that you're with us. Our goal is to be used by the Lord in your life, so you can understand better what Jesus is all about, and so you can learn more about His truth. We hope your life will be blessed through this ministry. We haven't done this in a while, but we would like to take this opportunity to say hello to not only those that follow our ministry here in the United States, God bless you guys, but throughout the world. We are thrilled at just how many people are following our ministry out there. We'd like to send a shout out, if you will, to folks out in New Zealand and Chile and Ecuador, Mexico, Costa Rica, Brazil, Guatemala, India, Cuba, United Kingdom, Colombia, Venezuela, Argentina, Hong Kong, Australia, Philippines, the Netherlands, China, Ukraine, Russia, Spain, Indonesia, Algeria, South Africa, Belgium, Malaysia, Turkey, Peru, Puerto Rico, Portugal, Vietnam, Israel, Canada, Chechnya, Turkey, Romania, Dominican Republic, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and last but not least, our friends in Morocco. May God bless you all. Please continue sharing this ministry with friends and family like you have been doing so far. And as always, please feel free to write us at least to say hello. We would love to hear from you. Okay then, we'll continue going through our series on the book of Proverbs. As part of today's sharing, we'll be talking more about the need for wisdom and what happens when you look for it, but also when you reject it. Wisdom is an essential for everyday life. If you don't look for wisdom, you're really going to be missing out. But we'll get into that later. Right now, and as we've been doing lately, I would like to encourage you to pray for wisdom. I want you to continue doing that. I urge you to do it daily so God can work in your life in a special way. God's ultimate goal is for you to understand everything that much better so your decisions can become more fruitful, rendering blessings for you and for those around you. As Christians and through wisdom, our lives can have a very positive impact all around us. So let's go before the Lord together now to pray for his guidance. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I I praise you and I worship you, O Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, for your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. I can never thank you enough, O Lord, for the For what you did through Him, for the way that you loved us, O Lord, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, please forgive my sins and my wrongs. I pray, O Lord, now in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that you give us wisdom. The Lord God increase our wisdom, O Lord, Heavenly Father. Help us to learn more and more from you and about you and 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 about your Word, Lord God. Help us, O Lord. Lord God, I pray that you open our understanding, and that you help us to just see things clearer and clearer as time goes by. Give us hunger for you, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to continue our series on the book of Proverbs. This is part three of our series. So if you want to follow along, our scripture reading today can be found in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 22 to 33, and this is what we read. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refuse, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded, because you disdained all my counsel, and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity, I will mock when your terror comes, when your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer, they will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despise my every rebuke. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil." In today's passage, wisdom is somehow personified. And the writer does this so we can understand better the need for wisdom and how it applies to everyday life and the positive outcomes as a result of looking for wisdom, but also the negative consequences that can come when we reject wisdom. The first thing that we need to keep in mind in all of this is that all of our actions, every single one of them, has consequences, both here here and more importantly, in the future. That's why we need to grow in wisdom, so there are less mistakes and errors. People in general don't have issues making wrong decisions, but absolutely no one likes dealing with the negative impacts those wrong decisions can cause. So if we understand that every action has consequences, positive or negative, depending on what we do, then it should be easy to understand that following God's direction or advice only makes sense. But a good question to ask is this, if many of us might say that we believe in God, then why do many of us keep doing those things that are wrong, that are sinful? And well, we should explore that. As part of that exploration, we, should, we need to know, to understand if people really believe what they say they believe. Are they convinced that everyone, or everything rather, has consequences? I think a very good exercise for everyone to do is to just sit down or stand, whatever you prefer, and to think and meditate on what you really believe and why is it that you do what you do. The Bible gives us sometimes very concise and clear indications on the subject as a general summary. For instance, Ecclesiastes says this, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter, fear God and keep his commandments for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. So, do we really believe what we just read? Wisdom looks to remedy this issue because the only way that wisdom starts in a person's life is through the fear of the Lord. In other words, by having a deep respect for God and for what He says we should be doing. Otherwise, If we don't do what God says we should be doing, then it is all an exercise in futility. Without fearing God, any type of faith we say we have would be pointless. And here comes our second point. Faith needs to have a product. So if we believe in God and fear Him, then that belief or faith should produce wisdom, which in turn produces good works. Faith always needs to render a product. James chapter 2, verse 26, and we've read this many times before, it says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So faith has to have a product, and that product is good works. But the only way those good works can happen is by applying wisdom, which is the knowledge that God gives us through His Word, so we can perform those good works. Without godly wisdom, how can we then know what we should be doing, right? And as we come back to today's passage, we read how wisdom calls out everywhere, because it is needed everywhere, in every situation, in every place. It calls out because there is little wisdom in the world. If people were wise and they acted wisely, then the world would be a completely different and better place. Our decisions would not be based on the frivolities of the moment, but rather Our decisions would be based on well-thought-out and reasonable actions, founded on the Word of God. The practice of sin would be in check, but we all know that this world is far from perfect. Because of sin and lawlessness, we have what we have here and now. Because of the sin in our lives, we have regret and pain and suffering. Thank God that he is in the business of making things new and different precisely through the wisdom he wishes to bestow on everyone that looks for him. Now, this search for wisdom is what makes it possible for us to be what Christ wants for us to be, which is salt and light. For Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 5, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? When God's wisdom is operating in our lives, we can become the salt that is necessary in the world. God's wisdom in us gives us the applicable knowledge needed to do those things that would make this world taste better, if you will. Through Christ, we are called to give the world flavor by making difficulty and hardship taste better. We are supposed to turn a plate of bad-tasting food, which are the painful moments here on the earth, into something tolerable and pleasant. In the same manner, God's wisdom through us makes us be the light in the world. The light we bring to the world is the light of reason. As opposed to perpetuating evil and painful consequences in the world, we are called to bring the light of God's reason into every aspect of our lives and around us, so evil is diminished, so people can see clearly all around them, and desire to choose for God, for His justice. Wisdom basically is the source for helping change the world from an evil and dark place to a better and more stable environment. Wisdom brings about the righteousness of God. So if you look for God's wisdom, you will know what you should be doing in every situation. And His wisdom will help produce good and meaningful actions that will help you and help others. But if you reject God's wisdom, then sooner or later you will reap the consequences of the wrong decisions you make, and you will also impact negatively everyone else around you. So the questions you need to ask yourself are, Do I truly believe in God and in His teachings? Do I believe in such a way in God that it compels me to look for God's wisdom faithfully and always? Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us to understand, O Lord, that, that you are the light, and that you are the fountain of every kind of wisdom. Heavenly Father, help us to understand that you have the answers, you have the answer to this life, you have the answer to everything, Lord, that you are there to provide us with everything that we need, and Lord God, I give you thanks for your goodness, because You desire good for us. You desire to to share with us something as valuable and as awesome as wisdom can be. Help us, O Lord, to understand that. And help us, O Lord, to to take advantage of those wonderful things that You have for us. Help us, O Lord, to have sensitive hearts to You, to look for You, to search You out, to, to, Lord God, to be able to understand You Heavenly Father, help us to be obedient, even when we don't understand things, but to have such a faith that we believe in you and we believe in what you want us to do, wholeheartedly thinking that it is for our good and for the good of those around us. Heavenly Father, I pray for for every listener, Lord God, right now. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you may work that wonderful thing that you want to do in their lives. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, O Lord, that you guide them through your Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, that you help them to grow, that you prosper their soul, their lives, Lord God. Heavenly Father, give them the wisdom that they need, so that, Lord God, if if their lives are not in a good place right now, that you give them the wisdom to pull out of there, Lord God, and to be in a better place by making better decisions, decisions based on your wisdom on your understanding, on your knowledge, and on your guidance. I give you thanks and I praise you, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join us again next week for another Sharing of God's Word as we continue going through our series on the book of Proverbs. And please feel free to write us through our website. Our web address is theladderrain.org. We would love to hear from you. God bless you all. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-reporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world.